Okay. All right. Thank you um, for joining us. Um, this is uh, Shung from the Crypto Friends NFT project on the Avalanche Network. We're starting this new um, podcast that um, we're going to introduce NFT projects and their developers. Uh, so it's almost like our um, Know Your Developer process that we have with token projects. But we wanted to do something a little bit different with NFT projects. And um, we felt that um, with the NFT rush coming into the Avalanche Network, that it's a good idea to um, give our community some transparency into the projects. And uh, maybe they can learn a little bit more about what you're doing and um, you know, just gain some confidence in um, your project. So um, maybe if you would want to give us a little bit of history about um, yourself or your skills or um, things you're interested in, stuff like that. That'd yeah, be sure, of course. Yeah, first of all, I, I really like what you're doing uh, at Rugbull Prevention, and this is a really good idea that you have started to uh, started to do this NFT, checking the NFT developers and uh, learning about those as well. I think that's a really good idea. So about myself, uh, I am currently at the support team at Snowball Finance. Uh, on their Discord, I, uh, I do support stuff. I also uh, write This Week in Avalanche, and I also write Pangolin Newsletter as well. And I'm, I'm doing, uh, I contribute a little bit to Pangolin as an intern. So I, I do all these uh, different stuff. But a couple of months ago, I decided that I want to do my own NFT project. I actually wanted to do that longer before, before that. Uh, so, I got into I got into crypto in January. Uh, this January, I was always interested in Bitcoin because I want to have full control of my finances, and Bitcoin provides that. So I was interested in that. But then, once you start to research it, then it's like uh, there is no way out. You go and I find I find Avalanche, and then well, I see decentralized finance, and now I'm. I'm doing all of this stuff and, you know, the money is uh, effective as well to keep you in here because, you know, everyone's offering 100% APIs and that kind of stuff. So, so I was, uh, I stuck here and uh, I actually, I actually really like this uh, ecosystem and uh, knowing all these people, learning about these projects, learning about these new concepts, it's really fun. And yeah, so... I decided to do my NFT project because uh, so Crypto Friends is I wanted to have like a real collectible that doesn't have any of the uh, reflection aspects. So I just wanted to have a collectible that people want to have. You will have one of these friends and you will you will like it. You will want to collect them. I wanted to go that route instead of. Uh, instead of offering returns and reflections, that kind of stuff. I didn't want to do that. Yeah, so so that's uh, that's about me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know you were um, part of the community in um, other spots too. So that that's great to hear. And um, I, I do agree with you um, that it's a great ecosystem in the Avalanche Network. Um, and that's what kept me around too. Um, mm -hmm. I, I 
came into Avalanche around April or so, and um, maybe March, late March. And um, I, I don't know, like it was just a little, it was different than I guess other types of um, networks, just the, the whole community. Um, people seem to be nicer to me. <laughs> um, it, I mean, it's changed a little bit now that we've got more people in, but um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you about the community. Mm -hmm. So you came with the meme coin, Russia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I got into Penguin first and um, went from there. Mm -hmm. They they've really um, were attractive to me. So mm -hmm. um, I even um, I made a, a song for them and all kinds of stuff. I was I was in I'm still into it, but um, I was really um, big into their community, I guess, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, nice so yeah. Um, did did you want to um, maybe get into some um, some deeper aspects of the project? Then um, I, I know you've talked about um, immutability, and you're the yeah. first on the network to do that, or um, the first on Avalanche Network, right? Yeah, the first as I know, because you know I can't check all the project. I didn't check all of them, so I cannot know. But uh, I think that most likely it's the only only uh, immutable one. And before before the immutability part, I just want to talk about the, the the collection itself. So the collection there are ten thousand friends. Um, it's uh, standard at this point to have ten thousand. So uh, the the friends are basically like the cute Pepe, uh, cute version of the Pepe. And then there are there can be six traits. Each character can have up to six traits, but as little as three. So it creates a very di dynamic and varied collection. There are 350 traits. So that's, as far as, as I know, that's the most diverse as well. Uh, so uh, the characters are really cute. I like, uh, I want it to be the I want it to be cute and interesting. So people will, uh, people will like it. I, and I think they are, each one of them are like memeable and that was uh, what I was expecting. So people will be able to, able to use these as memes and uh, each one of them actually looks like they come from someone, someone drew, drew that as a meme because the parts fit together very well and uh, I really like it. And other than that, in the project, I didn't, I didn't impose any rarities. So you see most of the projects say, oh, this trait is this rare, and this trait is this rare, and that makes this character that rare. So they decide the rarities. Uh, I didn't want to do that. Uh, there are no rarities imposed. It's just the traits listed. Uh, and what makes the characters more valuable is basically how the traits fit together. If they fit very well and uh, people like it, then that's uh, uh, that that will I expect it to be more valuable. And uh, those traits, some of the pair traits that fit together, I wrote the code for it for them to occur more frequently. So some traits that fit together will occur more frequently. But some traits I didn't write any code for them to occur occur uh, uh, together. But they might occur together and they might fit together in a way that I haven't expected at all. So it creates a really nice dynamic. Uh, I think it's never been seen uh, in Avalanche at least before. And anyone who have minted it, 
they all love it. Like right now it's felt lunch. So only my friends and uh, people around me know about the project and anyone who minted it, they love it. And they say, well, it's the first time I want to see what's going to come next. What's the next friend is going to be. So uh, in that regards, I think I've built something really unique and exciting. Yeah, I, I, I really like them too. I, I think that they're pretty awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, and yeah, so, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. a lot of different traits too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I so the unminted ones are hidden, so it's not snipeable. Some projects, they, they release everything right now, even if they are not minted, you can find the traits that may, uh, you, can, you can see all the NFTs and find out which ones are rare or which ones are more valuable and you can write a bot to snipe them. And this allows more technically uh, versed people to get the get the more valuable characters and i think that's not fair so in my project it's not like that uh, right now there are like 80 minted and above that like 85 86 no one knows the traits right now so they will be revealed as they are minted and this was especially a challenge because i wanted to make the project immutable so uh, we can talk about the immutable part uh, if you want now. Yeah, sure. That that'd be great. Yeah. So so the immutable part is there are three aspects to immutable. So as I said, I think this is the only project on Avalanche that is completely immutable. And actually, there is there is nothing as completely immutable or partially immutable. It's either immutable or it's not immutable. So there are three aspects that make. Uh, uh, an NFT collection immutable. And all of them has to be immutable for the collection to be immutable. So the first one is in the contract itself. The NFTs are, uh, each one of the NFTs are defined by a base URI and a token token ID. So token ID is one to 10,000, whatever. And base URI is just a URI, HTTP, whatever. And then each, each NFT is basically the base, uh, the token ID appended to the base URI, and that makes the NFT. So basically, your NFT is an URI. Uh, that's that's it. And all NFT projects that I've checked on Avalanche have a function that allows to allows the contract creator to change the base URI. And once they change it, they can change the project to anything. With just one transaction, you change the whole collection because all the NFTs will point to a different URI if you change the base URI. So all NFTs have these, have that uh, have that problem, I think. And this is this is regarding the art. So why why uh, you should have immutable NFTs, right? Because it makes sense for some NFTs to be not immutable. You can have reasons. It might be a game that you might uh, need NFTs to change. But for art, you want it to not change, so I will I will give you this analogy. So imagine you bought a painting, and you hang the painting on your wall. You you went to your home and hanged it on your wall, and then the the painter of that painting barges into your home, and just smears the painting as he wishes. And imagine that you don't you don't have any physical or legal power to stop him. He can do whatever he wants, and this is. This is, let's say, for physical paintings, and we would say this is unacceptable. But 
for NFTs, we give this we give this power to NFT creators, to, to, to the, the developers. Why do we gi give this power to the developers? We shouldn't give that power, and we shouldn't accept when projects allow this. It should they should do it in a way that's completely immutable. So I said there are three parts to an immutable NFTs. As I said, the first one is the base URI. So you can change the base URI and the whole collection changes. Crypto France doesn't have any base URI function. Uh, so I cannot change it. The contract is set in stone right now. The contract is, uh, there are no variables that I can change it. The second aspect is we said there that each token is actually a URI. And that URI can be an HTTP URI or an IPFS URI. HTTP is uh, is the web as you know it, website as you know it. And those websites uh, are served, it's an HTTP pr protocol and you can, you can serve any file you want for any URI on your server. So that allows uh, for anyone to change the collection as he wills because imagine an NFT links to HTTP example whatever slash uh, the token ID, let's say four, and then it's a it's an image uh, of a rare. It's it's a let's say it's a rare ape, and then the owner can change the, the server owner. It's it, it's it it doesn't even have to do anything with the contract right now. The server owner can just change what's served through the server, and they they can change what that URI is serving. Uh, that's that's basically change the whole changes the whole collection by just changing few parameters on the server or changing the files on the server. And the third one is the, the URI that makes the NFT, as I said, is usually a JSON file. It's we call metadata. So it gives all the information about the project about the NFT itself. So it lists 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 the traits and then it uh, gives the name of the trait and it might have external URLs. And external URLs, uh, generally, for example, it's the image URL. And that's the image the NFT will have. And that image NF, uh, image uh, URL, if it's HTTP URL, then that will be able to, uh, the server owner will have the power to change it as well. So what we do in Crypto France is we don't use HTTP, we use IPFS. And IPFS, uh, URL uh, IPFS is distributed, so anyone can host the files, and it will not go. Uh, it will not go down. So you can just download the files, and you can uh, you can host it. And even even though I stop hosting it, it will never die, and the files cannot be changed. Uh, that's that's the good thing about IPFS. Uh, anyone interested in the project can host the files, and they will live. Uh, they will live forever. So yeah, I think that's that's all. Uh, that's all I, I, I have to say about uh, immutability. Immutability. Do you have any questions? Yeah, um, I, I can see how now now that you talk about it, um, uh, how it could just destroy a project if someone just decides that they want to change stuff and it's not immutable. Then, so yeah, someone it like any like like you said, the owner can just one day have a bad day and just feel like they're going to de just destroy the project. Yeah, they, they can do, do that. that and, 
and and if they are not uh, for example they might they might stop paying for the servers they all uh, they own and maybe they host on amazon and amazon servers and then they stop paying it and then it will go down uh, and even though they do not mean uh, mean evil but they they maybe they have they are financially in a bad situation so they cannot pay them now the nft is 404 it's it's gone and i mean the contents of nft is gone the nft itself is on the blockchain it's just an id and it's not gone but the contents are gone and uh, about ipfs i want to say one more thing uh, some people say that they are on ipfs but they actually link the metadata so the base the, the uri token uri and that's the metadata they uh, use a http gateway for ipfs so they that could be uh, like P pinata or it could be ipfs.io that's still http uri and it depends on these centralized servers so that's not good either so they have to they have to so, uh, link it's with an IPFS URI, so it is IPFS uh, double slash uh, and the hash of the image. That's basically it. So I suggest all projects do that. Okay, yeah, that's that's great to hear. And um, honestly, in the future, um, with with the rug pull free prevention NFTs, we'll be looking into that too. So I might actually message you with a couple questions. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, because we like. Hello. Yeah, we. Yeah, the, um, this is Mo, our um, developer. So he, um, I'm. He's also uh, he's been making the NFTs for us, and we we have an artist doing the NFTs, but he's been mm -hmm. doing the developing. So. Um, developing so yeah. Yeah, and I you agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, we we using IPFS as well. The, the the difference is we're not creating an IPFS folder with a, for a CID. We're actually generating the NFTs and uh, getting an IPFS CID for each of the NFTs individually. At this point, because we're not we don't have ten thousand. We only we only yeah. generating uh, a maximum of one hundred and fifty each. You know, so and 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 essentially the the NFTs uh, for for the staking purposes in terms of our DAP, the NFTs are identical. So. You know, we, we don't want to, to just link to the same image. Uh, we actually upload the IPFS, the image to IPFS as we mint. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can't host it anywhere else except an IPFS. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Because if you have, yeah, if you have 10,000, you have to wrap it, you have to wrap it in a directory. Uh, and that's then, correct, yeah. Yeah. But if you have few, and, and then of, uh, you use the CID. Yeah. You use the CID for the folder and the token ID yes. to, to to get the. And I agree with you one hundred percent. You know, you you got to use IPFS colon forward slash forward slash to, to to retrieve your data. Even though some yes. of the browsers don't don't uh, uh, aren't capable of of, of uh, you know picking up that that information and decoding it. So what we what we do is we then do a translation in in the DAP. The, the NFT, the, the 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 metadata will always have IPFS colon slash slash, and when we when we extract the data to show it, we then do a conversion to HTTP to point to the right gateway, or to any of the yeah. gateways to bring it back because some of the some of the browsers don't support native IPFS yet. Yeah, yeah, of course. So actually, I think none of them support. You have to use the IPFS, uh, what's called IPFS companion extension, and you have to have. Yes. Uh, 
IPFS server on your webs, uh, on your on your computer. Yeah, that's 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 right. And um, most marketplaces. Again, I, don't, I don't see a you know, so I don't see a problem with the with the with the DAP itself uh, doing the conversion because you're still yeah. protecting the, the the integrity of the NT, of the NFT in any case. Yes, correct. And most uh, most marketplaces actually. All the three marketplaces on Avalanche support IPFS URIs, so I don't see any reason to use a gateway URI. I don't know why people use it. It doesn't make sense to use it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to thank you so much for doing this, and um, we're, we're going um, to be doing more of these and things like that, but um, I Part, part of the reason to do this is, you know, um, just so we can talk to you and kind of, um, you know, kind of get an idea of you as a developer on the network. And um, it kind of, it, I guess it's a process that almost verifies um, the, the developer's voice so that you don't have a developer making 20 projects. And at least, I mean, you still could technically and, there's ways to beat the system, but um, we, we feel like this is um, something that um, can can help the community. So I, I really appreciate you doing this with us. Yeah, that, that's that's a real good idea. And, and I appreciate as well that you, you have me here and you let me explain my ideas and uh, bring awareness to this issue. I really appreciate it. No, you're welcome. Okay. And, and you know, I don't see a problem with, with a developer doing 20, 30, 40, 50 projects. It doesn't matter as long as he delivers on his promise. If, if yeah. you put to, put out a roadmap and if you say you're going to do X, Y, and Z, then do, then deliver X, Y, and Z. You know, yeah. the, the problem comes in is when we get these NFT developers that are looking at cash grabs and that's where the mm -hmm. problem comes in. That's what gives the, the network a bad name. Yeah, and then they hide that they have done the other projects. Uh, they they say it's a new, like they're a new developer. They hide that they did the other stuff before. They don't deliver on the promises, and then they do this new stuff. Yeah, it's it's not really cool. Yeah, there's not yeah. not any reason really to be deceptive. I mean, everybody wants a lot of money, but just mm -hmm. I mean, it, if you do it in an honest way, I mean there. Make make a hundred projects. Who cares? As long as you're not making promises and stuff like that. That's that's all what we think yeah. is is a problem. I mean, but each to their own. We're we're yeah. just putting this out there mm -hmm. and letting letting the community make make their own decisions. Yeah. So yeah, currently I have no promises on my projects. I will do stuff, but I'm not promising. It is as is as is. If you like the friends, you get one. If you don't like it, don't get one. I'm not making any promises. Yeah, so I mean, same, same for, same for us too. We're we're trying to underpromise actually, so that when yeah. we do these big things, then then people will, you know, be even more excited about it. So yeah, and they will appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Well, th thanks a lot, and um, uh, we'll we'll keep in contact with you, and um, yeah, yeah definitely if you want to go in the um, rug pull prevention room and talk about your project too, that that's fine. So. Um, uh, yeah, we'll keep in contact and um, have a good rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. You too. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.